This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. From coast to coast and around the nation, this is the Washington Ledger Podcast with your hosts, Larry Leese and Jacob Siegel. Each week, we dive into the latest news surrounding us. Welcome to the Political Pulse Show. I'm your host, Larry Lace. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the latest headlines surrounding our country. But first, a word from our sponsor. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search the Political Pulse Show. Without further ado, let's dive into today's headlines. First off, we're going to dive into the latest health scares and funding fights that are clouding Congress's return. Congress has returned after its August recess, and there's a slew of pressing topics on the agenda, from funding the government to potential impeachment inquiries. But first, we're going to take a look at Mitch McConnell's health scare. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's recent episodes of freezing during public addresses, most notably during a press conference in Kentucky, have raised concerns. This isn't the first instance, and given McConnell's age, 81, and past health issues, such as a concussion and a childhood battle with polio, concerns about his health are at the forefront. Despite these episodes, McConnell remains an influential figure in Senate affairs, particularly with issues like support for Ukraine. Congress faces its recurring hurdle, government funding. As September concludes, a funding bill is essential to prevent a government shutdown. Despite prior agreements on spending levels, the process has seen significant delay, prompting calls for a stopgap bill possibly extending to early December. Disaster funding in light of recent natural disasters such as wildfires and hurricanes might offer a bipartisan opportunity. Yet, disagreements over spending levels and unrelated policy amendments threaten smooth negotiations. Adding to the deadlock is the ideological divide, particularly from factions that believe the government is overextending. These, These same factions are also pushing for impeachment proceedings against President Biden, partly as retaliation for prior impeachments against former President Trump. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's comments about moving towards an impeachment inquiry into President Biden over his son Hunter Biden's business dealings have stirred the pot. While there's no evidence linking any financial benefits to Biden from his son's dealings, the pressure from conservative factions and former Trump local local support for impeachment are pushing the narrative forward. Moderate Republicans, however, are urging caution, emphasizing the need for concrete evidence before making a move to impeach. 
In brighter news, there are still pockets of bipartisan efforts in Congress. A committee dedicated to China-related issues have been working collaboratively. Additionally, the Senate plans to hold a forum in mid-September to discuss the future of artificial intelligence, bringing together industry giants like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. While Congress remains mired in controversies and in fighting, some issues continue to foster collaboration, reflecting a glimmer of hope for progress. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the topics we cover in the comments section below. As always, give it a thumbs up if you like our videos, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And without further ado, let's dive into today's next topic. As we approach the 22-year mark since the cat uh, tragic events of September 11th, it's a somber reminder of a world forever changed. Most of us vividly recall where we were that fateful day, the images permanently etched into our collective psyche. That one event spurred a significant wave of recruits into the U.S. military, reshaping our nation's defense landscape. Today's military training barely even mentions 9-11. With the Iraq and Afghanistan missions substantially wound down, today's Marines are orienting towards new geopolitical challenges, most notably China. For many of these young recruits, 9-11 is a distant historical event, not a lived memory. The post-9-11 surge in recruitment was largely organic. Patriotism ran high, and thousands enlisted wanting to make a difference. That's in stark contrast today. The military is grappling with a recruitment crisis. A booming economy and the challenges posed by the COVID-19 pandemic have made the task even harder. Last year, the Army fell short by 15,000 soldiers. This year's projection is much better, with an anticipated shortfall of 10,000. The imprint of 9-11 and its aftermaths on U.S. politics remains unmistakable. Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, inspired to serve by the events of 9-11, became significant figures in Congress. While the number of veterans in politics has diminished since the end of the military draft, today's veteran politicians largely hail from these two wars. However, as the memories of 9-11 recede, the military's role in politics is evolving. Recent political debates have seen claims about a woke military and debates on the na nation's readiness echoing concerns from both sides of the aisle. As the nature of warfare evolves, so too does the type of recruit the military needs. The future will rely heavily on skills like cyber and tech literacy. This has forced the military to reconsider its recruitment strategies. Whereas before, age might have been a barrier. Today's military is more open to recruiting older experts with valuable skills in areas like cyber warfare. The upcoming 2024 presidential elections will no doubt see the military become a central issue. Questions of military readiness, the implications of withdrawal strategies, and the nature of future warfare will undoubtedly shape political narratives. In conclusion, the memories of 9-11 fade and the world changes. The U.S. military faces a unique set of challenges. Balancing recruitment needs with evolving warfare demands, all while navigating a complex political landscape, which will be essential in the years to come. As we move on, leave your thoughts in the comments section below. Um, give us your memories of 9-11 and how it impacted you. And of course, now on to our next topic. Ken Paxton impeachment. A deep dive into Texas politics. 
The Texas political scene has always been a whirlwind of headlines, but recent events concerning Attorney General Ken Paxton have caught national attention. A staunch conservative and once a strong ally of former President Trump, Paxton is currently facing an impeachment trial. What's surprising, however, is that the call for impeachment has bipartisan support. Ken Paxton has been the Texas Attorney General for about a decade, having won re-election twice. Darling in the GOP, particularly grassroots Republicans, Paxton is well known for his endeavors to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. Beyond Texas, Paxton has also influenced national policies, particularly those concerning immigration. His strict stance on voter fraud and his frequent legal battles with the Obama and Biden administrations on matters of immigration, federal spending, and abortion have made him a controversial figure. An interesting technique that Paxton has mastered over the years is judge shopping, strategically choosing courts that would have judges sympathetic to his cause. This has been a common tactic across the political spectrum, but given the high numbers of conservative judges appointed during Trump's tenure, Paxton has found notable success. Reports suggest that a majority of Paxton's lawsuits against the Biden administration ended up before Trump appointed judges. The core of the impeachment case dates back to 2019 when Paxton reportedly sought counsel from his top deputies about a records request involving an Austin businessman, Nate Paul. This businessman was under FBI investigation and had a history of bankruptcies. Paxton's staff advised against involvement with Paul, but Paxton allegedly defied this advice, leading his staff to report him to the FBI. Matters came to a head when Paxton asked for $3.3 million from the Texas legislature to settle a lawsuit with whistleblowers, prompting lawmakers to start an investigation and leading to his suspension. Paxton has fervently denied any wrongdoing and has pointed fingers at political motivations behind his trial. The most intriguing part of this trial might be the response from the Republicans. Many Republican lawmakers, including those who are strong Trump supporters, have backed the impeachment. It signals that for many in the GOP, there are lines that should be crossed, and allegations of corruption and bribery may be where they draw it. Adding a dramatic flair to the tri trial proceedings is the presence of Senator Angela Paxton, Ken Paxton's wife. Required to sit through the trial, she has notably been observing the proceedings closely, her attire matching the red shirts of Paxton's supporters. To make matters more complex, Paxton is also under criminal indictment on separate charges of securities fraud. While he has not yet faced trial for these charges, their existence adds another layer to the political narrative. The outcome of the trial is significant, not just for Paxton, but also for the Republican Party in Texas. Holding one of their own accountable may send a message about the party's stance on corruption. It shows a possible move towards accountability that could transcend party lines. On the other hand, you have the fact that despite all of Paxton's legal troubles and allegations against him, he's been able to maintain a strong base of support among Texas Republicans. This speaks volumes about the power of partisanship, about the influence of Trump wing of the party, and about the willingness of many GOP voters to stick with a candidate as long as they perceive them as fighting the right battles against Democrats or federal government. Polls show that a majority of Texas voters aren't inclined to see Paxton removed from office due to these allegations. And while impeachment might paint the picture of a state party willing to take accountability seriously, the broader political landscape where a figure like 
Exxon can maintain significant support despite facing serious charges tells a different story. It showcases a party at a crossroads, grappling with its future direction and the power of a deeply entrenched and loyal base. This trial will be a defining moment for the Texas GOP. Will the allegations and potential evidence against Paxton outweigh the loyalty and ties to a powerful figure within the party? It'll be fascinating to watch, especially as Texas remains such an influential state in national politics. Give us your thoughts in the comments section below. What do you think about this potential impeachment against uh, Paxton? And if you're from Texas, also leave us a comment in the comment section below. And if you want to support the channel, you can go ahead and buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash. If you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TWLedger. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. Thank you so much for watching. And hey, if you want to see more content, check out the video right here. And of course, subscribe and hit the bell notification button to be notified of future videos. Thank you for listening to the Washington Ledger Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The W Ledger and like us on Facebook. If you like what you hear, join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Washington Ledger. And as always, have a great week.